Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Now, uh, joining us this weekend, there's some new faces in the paddock. We're the F1 Juniors. Hello and welcome to Dirty Hair Juniors. And today we're very excited to have Nico Rosberg. Yeah, in the hey, let me uh, cut you off right there. I, you know, I, I, I'm totally over it because I'm a world champion and I beat Lewis Hamilton. And I'm, oh, but wow. you know what? You know what they called me? You ever had a nickname? Oh, you're a little, you're a little fatty. You're a little fatty. Anyone ever call you hey, 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 hey fat pie? Anyone call you a little lad? pork uh, pie? Um, Little rotund rumble. Anyone ever call you things like that? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, you know what their nickname was for me? You know what they called me? I had long, think about it, I had long blonde hair. I had um, long blonde hair. Um, uh, was it? Long blonde. Who has long blonde? Hey, listen, you fucking little, was little it, shit. Was it Barbie, like in the film? I know it's your first time on TV, but why don't you fucking think for a minute? What do you think their nickname was for me, huh? Barbie, huh? Barbie or Britney Spears. Huh? They call me... They call me fuckhead shitbox. Oh, no. Do you think that's cool? Huh? No, that's, no, that's not cool. That seems pretty nasty. That's not cool. A fuckhead shitbox is what they call me. Okay. I'm going to keep saying it so it's like I'm setting you up so you can say it like fuckhead shitbox. That it's, comedically seemed like the root like of, mo- of least resistance. Yeah, that's I just want I you to know I'm do. totally not traumatized when Mark Webber drove past and he went, hey, fuckhead shitbox is in the wall. Oh. I just, but I, I'm going to keep saying it so that it feels like it's going to be okay for you to say it because I'm kind of normalizing it in a sentence. It feels like I might say it for a laugh later, yeah. Yeah, it does, doesn't it, huh? Okay, thank you so much for your time, fuckhead shitbox. Now we have to fucking talk about racing. We're going to watch a car race, Michael. It's when nerds try and be cool. I think you've done brilliantly. Good podcasting. He is an absolutely petulant brat.
Hi, welcome to Dirty. Hi, uh, how do we do? <laughs> I can't remember. How does it go? I'm Josh Weller. Oh yeah, I'm Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. And this is Dirty Air. Okay, let's just g- get straight to this Britney stuff. For, All right. For anyone who didn't see what happened. For anybody who didn't watch F1 Juniors. Yes. Which will be all of you. I did any. What I don't understand about F1 Juniors is if you're a parent, if you're, you're a parent, right? Yeah. That's if right. your son uh, or daughter wanted to watch the F1 race mm-hmm. and you've got one subscription mm-hmm. for a TV package, mm-hmm. are you going to turn over to the channel where you watch kids commentate on the race for the sake of your children and ruin your evening? Or are you going to watch it and just make them watch it with, Adult commentary. I feel like we've turned me into the subject of judgment here. Yeah. Rather than F1 yeah. Juniors. I feel like I'm the one that could come across like a dick. Yes, of course I would want them. No, I mean, what the thing for me about F1 Juniors is like loads of kids like football, don't they? Loads of kids love mm-hmm. the football. So many, like uh, almost too many. Do you know what doesn't exist is Premier League <laughs> Juniors. Like no, and they don't have to do it because it's a good sport. Your kids what don't like F one? They like they will sometimes watch it when I'm on, and then they'll ask who we're voting for. Yeah, do you remember your son came up with a tire compound? Yeah, last yeah, year yeah. we were watching a race, and I think it was the French Grand Prix. So obviously we were talking a lot because nothing was happening in F one. Yeah, wow. and uh, your son said, "Hey, they should have a tire compound that's soft on the inside, soft on the outside, but hard on the inside." Yeah, so when you wear away the soft bit, it gets a you get a hard bit. Such a good idea. That's a really good idea, Pirelli. Pirelli. Bridgerton. What's um, the other one called? Bridgerton. Uh, Bridgerton. Bridgerton. I think Bridgerton is better. Bridgerton, Bridgerton tires. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They come in all colours, even though historically that's incorrect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Nico Rosberg outchilded all of them. He what, is a brat. You guys have to listen to this. Hang on. So this is... Um, Nico Rosberg on the Sky Sports Juniors. Kenberg. Kendall, yeah. look. Yeah. Who, what were you there back in the day? So do you know the nickname they used to give me? What? Can you, can you guess? Ken. I had long blonde hair. Okay, so first of all, let's just deconstruct it bit by bit. Yeah, you join in. Let's have fun at the nickname together. That's the invite. That's the implication of the invitation that he is giving to the children as an adult millionaire. <laughs> I'm so excited for people to hear this who didn't watch this. I, I can't believe... I've already heard it and I don't believe it. You didn't say anything for about 20 seconds after I showed you this clip. So Nico Rosberg says, what do you think my nickname was? He's inviting conversation. Hey, let's all fun... Let's have a fun guess of it, right? I had long blonde hair. So immediately you go, okay, my comedic impulses are a tingling. Mm-hmm. But he's also expecting children to remember who was culturally relevant when they weren't born. <laughs> <laughs> like he's talking to these hosts. It's their first time on TV, children mm-hmm. on TV, which at, if we're going to review famous kids, let's go through Mac- like Macaulay Culkin. That worked out well, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mickey Rooney worked out well, didn't it? Aaron and, Carter. And and what F- F1 have done is they've set up all these kids to just have a terrible life by putting young... Anyway, Nico invite... What was the nickname? The other drivers gave me and he says it again, what was the nickname? And at this point I go, oh, hang on a minute. I don't, I don't know if he's having fun telling them this. Maybe he's sitting on some trauma. Long blonde hair. Long blonde hair. Everybody who's watching, take a guess. What nickname did he give me? 
Okay, so he says long blonde hair twice, mm. which to me suggests, I, I, again, I went, okay, he's, maybe he's not having as much fun with this as I thought. It's, mm. Maybe it's not an invitation for comedy. Yeah. Okay, so listen to this gap here. It is. Give me a clue. Give Are you ready? Britney Spears. Yes. Was it actually? Britney? Now, the reason he says Britney Spears, the, the, the F1 Junior guest, is because the, the host whispered it to them. Right. right. So he says, yes, they call me Britney Spears. Britney. Really? Was that I'm cool? Not... That was not cool, right? What? No. No, that's not no. cool. Sorry. And so once I crashed, Mark Webber drove past and he came on his radio and he's like, Britney's in the wall, guys. Britney's in the wall. Is that cool? That's not cool. He said, is that cool? That's is that not cool? cool. That's not cool. No pause in between the question and the answer to the question. <laughs> so, so, Do you want a Coke? Have a Coke. So he's, he's really like grandma offering you a gold bar. Do you want a gold bar? Have a gold bar. Do you want a penguin bar? I haven't got any penguin bars. You're having, you're having what, I've, what I'm giving you. Like, it's, I, there's obviously a lot of broadcasters who work for Formula One and a lot of them because of the sort of person that F- Formula One attracts get compared to Alan Partridge a lot. Now the Alan Partridge comparison can be oversold here, but this is, this is, this is a bit from knowing me, knowing you with Alan Partridge. I feel like if Amanda Iannucci or Steve Coogan um, wrote this, the other one would go, I think that's a bit much. I'd- yeah. I think Alan Partridge would have a bit more patience with the children. Yes. This. <laughs> and then, so that's the first part of it. So first of all, he says to these kids, what do you think my nickname was? What do you think it was? Huh? Cool. Not cool. And there's all this, trauma that he's saying to children on national i mean not everyone's watching because it's sky sports juniors no luckily for nico rosberg's career no one was watching and then this happens he said britney so many times that what's your comedic impulse there well you you it would be as a child i think uh more than expected for them to they've been invited into an in joke and I think what what you do to form a bond with somebody who's invited you into an in-joke is to take part in the joke that you've been invited into. That is, that that socially would be the normal thing to happen. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here's the, uh, the second part of this clip. You're playing with fire there. No, Nico Rosberg. You're playing with a fucking child there. <laughs> yeah. You're playing. Oh, sorry, Scarlett. You're playing with a loser there. F1 Juniors by name. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like uh, okay, Nico, you're going to do F1 Junior. So if you could emotionally regress into your childlike state. So one of the kids went, thank you, Brittany, which is he set the kid up to say it. I hate this guy. I, Nico Rosberg is a toilet. Water. We've had it. We've said, we, you know what? I'm going to hand over petulant brat in the dirty air paddock. Mm. Cause we, I think we rinsed uh, Lando quite hard last year, but I think he's done a pretty good job this year in every aspect of his career. Uh, we certainly driven brilliantly, but we were just having lighthearted fun with the most with the with the youngest seeming and actually youngest member of the paddock i'm going to give nico rosberg the uh, petulant brat award of the year but i think i could frame nico rosberg as a much more petulant brat than 
like, I have a much stronger feeling of actual animus towards Nico Rosberg than I ever did Lando. Lando was just a fun piss take. Nico seems like a an actually unpleasant guy. Yeah, if I was, if you're sitting next to Nico on a plane today, I think you're totally within your rights to lean in and go, sorry, mate, what the fuck were you doing? Saying that, hor- making a child apologise to you. On TV, when it's their, like, They're- it's like, it's their, like, way into broadcasting. It's their... It's like, this is the entry level. This is like work experience for them. They want to grow up and they want to be Ted or they want to be Martin. And they're in their early doors. This is their dream. And you've like had a little shit on them. You've had a little shit from your height. It's absolutely inexcusable. He is not just taking a shit on them. He's, he's taking a shit in his castle, mm. in his big rich man's castle, put it in a vacuum sealed box and carried it himself three miles by foot opened it up in front of the ch- <laughs> child and they go smell it smell it smell my shit <laughs> smell have put you, your put, put your nose right in there have we done day in the life of nico rosberg we did I but did. i think we might be doing another one yeah, i think we yeah. might have to get him back he might in. be our first return guest I, I honestly i we've been talking about it for 10 minutes i cannot believe <laughs> that he says my nickname was britney cool not cool and then the kid's quite funny and goes see you later britney <laughs> And he goes, no, 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 not cool, not cool. And what you miss in the audio is he goes, you need to apologize. And the child goes, I'm sorry. And then he goes, apology accepted. But then he storms off. So not that's not apology accepted. It's what he does is it's like, like they're they're having a lighthearted chat. If that's something that caused you trauma, don't bring it up. Maybe F1 Juniors isn't the place to air the grievances. But he's treating it like this deep confessional, like he's on, like inside the actor's studio. And he's gone through this kind of heart-wrenching moment in his early life coming out. Like, what? what? It's like, he's not on Parkinson. He, I mean, it it beggars belief. It's incredible. The worst thing in Nico Rosberg's life is that some other millionaires called him Britney. That's the (laughs) worst thing. And it's deeply affected him. Deeply, deeply affected him. Also, it would be much, much more insulting to call Britney Spears Nico Rosberg. <laughs> who's accomplished more? Yeah. Who is, who's accomplished more? Imagine Britney's at home with her son and her new husband and she's got, like she's being a bit like shitty about something and they go, all right, Nico Rosberg. She would go, sorry, so, stop. So, sorry. So, so put the waffle, put the waffle line down. <laughs> put the waffle line down. Who the fuck is Nico Rosberg? <laughs> I was just in the in the atrium trying to do one of my mad dances for Instagram, <laughs> and you're calling me Nico Rosberg. Who is he? You think I deserve that? Who is he's a, he? He's a Formula One world champion. So what? You're my what? He he won a how many world champions? Well, he only won one, but he went fucking mad after he did it. <laughs> it sent him insane. It's so much worse to call Britney Spears Nico Rosberg. Also, Nico Rosberg looks worse. Yeah. Then Britney Spears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, he's oh, had, yeah. he looks like he's been, um, it, he looks like he stopped doing his Botox, is what it looks like, first of all. He looks like an AI rendering of Nico Rosberg. Yeah, it's really, he looks like a bobblehead version of himself, doesn't mm. he? <laughs> I can't, anyway, look, we need to move on because we've been talking about it for 15 minutes and we have a, a race to review. We do have a race to review, which is annoying. I know. Um, so I without any... Hey, uh, if you're listening, um, Nico, I do, I just want to apologize for anything toxic we might have said. I'm trying to remember Britney Spears songs. I can't remember far fewer than I thought I'd be able to. Really? 
I would maybe say that Nico needs to be stronger if he's going to... Yeah, 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 yeah. If I were to uh, compare a, uh, a Britney Spears lyric to Nico Rosberg's Headspace, it would be that one where she goes, sometimes I run, sometimes I cry, sometimes I'm scared of you, Lewis. But all I really want is to hold you tight. Treat you right. Be, be with, with you day, day and night. Lewis, all I need is time. Is that Brittany? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's review. I'm going to say the worst race of the season. Uh, yeah, I'd go with you on that. I was watching it in my office and I, do you, do you ever get that? You ever get that feeling when you're reading a book and you read a couple of pages and then you kind of wake up and go, I just haven't taken in anything I've been reading for the last mm-hmm. two pages. I, on about lap 35, I went, oh, I just haven't watched any of this. Yeah. I've been staring at the screen, but I don't know. I don't know what happened in the race. I'm going to tell you all the things I did during the the Hungarian Grand Prix yesterday. As an avid Formula One fan, mm-hmm. right? I um, ordered a pizza. Oh, what'd you get? I had a Pizza Pilgrim's n- n- Nuja Nduya, Nduya, um, mm, come here, baby. I'd like to Nduya. Um, I ordered fifty black bin bags. Did you? Yeah, I ordered some ashwagandha to help me sleep. I hey, ordered. Look, 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 look. Oh yeah, ashwagandha root powder. Yeah. I ordered um, some mop heads. <laughs> I did an online shop. I ordered. A, I had a rump steak Josh, delivered. Josh orders bin bags off Amazon. Doesn't yeah. go to the shop to get his bin bags. He orders. Them. I bulk buy. Yeah. 300 bin bags it's, at a time. You're such a, you're such a great character. I think it's interesting that during the Hungarian Grand Prix, I bought like I, a, a product that I could have suffocated myself with mm. just to feel anything that it was the, nothing happened during that race yesterday. Also interesting that you decided, oh, that reminds me, I must buy somewhere to put my rubbish. <laughs> What would I, what would I keep this race in if I, if what would be the most suitable thing to carry around this race, uh, race in? It would be a bin bag. And are we going to do a uh, sponsor? Yes. Inappropriate sponsor, sponsor of, of the week. week. I'm going with crypto.com's overtake award. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Very, very meta award this it's- week. <laughs> If you're going to have an overtake award, you should really do it in a sport that allows overtaking. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a little bit mean. There, are, It feels like giving out an award when you can't, you know, you can't, they can't do that. Maybe it's not an award and it's just a happening and you've misread it. It's like this week's overtake. The new Formula One implementation cites that there can only be one overtake in every race each week. So there's just, oh, which, which, what's going to be this week's overtake? Oh, it'll be Lando on Piastri. Maybe it's and it like- won't actually happen. It'll just be in the pits that it happens. <laughs> you sort of imagine what it would have been like were there an overtake. I think maybe it's like a trauma hospital thing that I misread. Maybe it's overtake a ward, like a hospital ward. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ward in a hospital that Charles Leclerc has to go to after every race and oh, just have a, a mental breakdown. I don't think I can talk about Charles Leclerc. I find it too sad. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what they, his nickname was? <laughs> <laughs> what Didn't do you think? Uh, um, what's, my, a, what's a nickname that um, the Leclerc and Signs would have that would traumatize them into Nico Rosberg? Do you think they? I don't think they're 
psychologically immature enough to be given a nickname that would live with them forever, like it did with Nico. Um, like, if you wanted to hurt Charles, how can you hurt a gorgeous, perfect sort of Greek statue of a man? I don't know if you can. Whereas Nico looks a bit like Britney Spears. But he looks like a kind of shit. But he looks like Britney Spears Shitney. now. Shitney Spears. Like. Shitney Smears. Yeah. He That's does good. look like Britney now. He does look like Britney now. What would and you? He, and, he's, and he's gone through the same, like, he's he's... He's aged with less grace than Britney Spears. And Britney Spears, like, you know, she has not had an easy time of it mentally. I don't know about all of the guardianship. I think Nico should have a guardian. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's who called him away. That's why he left so abruptly. It's his guardian going, Nico, you're being a cunt again. Yeah, yeah, Nico. Do you, do you want your pocket money? If you want your pocket money, you get your pocket money. Um, my inappropriate sponsor of the week is babygo.co.uk pregnancy pillows for Esteban Ocon and his sore back. I thought you were going to say he's having a baby. I got a bit excited there for a no, second. No, no, no. It's just like if he's got a sore spine because of his... Uh, spine tr- Spinal trauma. Because of his seat breaking in two mm. uh, when... I can't remember what happened. Was it Joe? It was Joe Guan Yu, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, shifted him up the year. We'll get to it, but Joe's start in that race, did you see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. really funny. It was really magic, yeah, yeah. Um, um, have you got a song of the week before race review? I have a song of the week. I have um, a song by the um, Glaswegian late 80s to mid 90s pop rock outfit, Delamitri. Um, have you got that as well? Look at what's You're written, kidding. Look at what's written down. No way! We got the same. We got the same one for the that's, first time ever. That's insane. That's that's insane. Okay, I'm gonna go three, two, one, and we're gonna say the song. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, three, two, one. Roll nothing to me by Delamitri. Oh, okay. No, no, I'm kidding. Mine was nothing ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought roll to me could also I work. I can't believe that is you incredible. got nothing ever happens by Delamitri. Yeah. That's insane. Did you get the, nothing, the, 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 the lyric, the lyric in the song, the needle returns to the start of the song and we all sing along like before. And we'll all be lonely tonight <laughs> and lonely tomorrow. <laughs> that Listener, I really can't express to you how overwhelmed it is that me and Josh both prepared show notes before meeting up with each other today and have the same song as each other and I've, how remarkable and also expected it is when you think about what the title of the song is nothing ever happens i think they're a thoroughly underrated uh, pop rock outfit i thought you might yeah they're, they're exactly the sort of band that i'd expect you to think roll to me is one of the greatest two minute two and a half minute pop songs of all time look around the world pretty baby you know that one yeah and then um, when i worked in the uh when the shop white stuff it was on the playlist along with a ship called Dignity by Deacon Blue. And they also had a song called I'm Not Where It's At, which was a huge tune as well. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, nothing ever happens because this was the most boring race of the season. <laughs> How was the F1 podcast, Alfie? Yeah, it was fine. We did 15 minutes talking about some bloke being mean to a child and then five minutes speaking about Delamitri. I mean, what are we doing? We haven't spoke about the race yet. At the Hungaro, what was the name of the race? Is this a record? Uh, It's the Formula One Qatar Airways Hungarian Grand Prix 2023. I like 
the word Hungaro ring a lot. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great word mm-hmm. for such a terrible race. Someone tweeted me during or us during the race saying that um, that there's a reason that they call Hungary Monaco without yachts, which I didn't know. Oh, I didn't know that. But kudos to whoever sent us that. They are 100% accurate. Hey, thanks whoever sent us that. Just what a stupid race and like all that anticipation that lewis and max were finally going to have something yeah and you know, natural order restored you know when your trousers like you ride up your bum crease it's, it's like because you've got a hungaro ring <laughs> i think it sounds like piles like if you had like if your bum had sort of um prolapsed okay i'm really sorry alfie but you've got hungaro ring yeah <laughs> um it was a ba- was it a race? I mean, I think we're going to have to speak philosophically about like language and its uses, and think about is are we actually nearing the point at which this ceases to be racing and just starts to be driving? I think that we can't call this a race. I think we can call it um, a. Uh, a, a fast Sunday afternoon drive. A fast drive. A yeah. Sun. A sun is a nice Sunday afternoon drive. Welcome. Welcome to the Formula One Hungaro Ring Fast Drive. Oh, and they've started driving. Um. Ah, just here's the thing. You know, in Hollywood, all the actors and writers are on strike at the minute. I think F1 needs a strike. Mm. I think the people that work in F1 need to strike until they figure out how to fix Formula One. Um, 10th place, Alpha. Sorry. Tsunoda 15th and um, Nick DeVries. My note for Yuki. <laughs> My note for Yuki could be the note for the race, which is this is the new race, just like the old race. Because uh, Yuki, like Yuki finished 15th, qualified 17th. And I didn't really see too much of him. No. Uh, and also, like, if you told me that he'd finished 15th and qualified 17th every single race previously this season, I'd go, yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah, I that agree. Feels like, that, that feels like his position to Lance Stroll's 12th. I also find Danny's return a bit depressing. I just, the way that he keeps saying Red Bull family, because he can't, that's his Britney. He can't, he can't bring himself to say Alpha Tauri. He can't bring himself to say Alpha Tauri. He just can't do it. He keeps saying, so good to be back in the Red Bull family. Like, it's just, you know, I just, it's, it is a family, even though, you know, the two father figures of the family have like, you know, kind of sacrificed and murdered multiple of their sons <laughs> over the last five years, including me, because my ego got so big that I couldn't handle being second driver to Max because I come in after seven. It's kind of assumed that I'd be the number one driver, but Max came out and he just absolutely destroyed me and I couldn't take it. So, but it's so nice to be back in the family. <laughs> <laughs> He's like traumatized saying it in the family. Yeah. Um. Danny, I just want to make sure you know that you're not in the Red Bull. Like in my head on Sunday morning, he went to the Red Bull garage and was like, all right, guys, let's hop to it. No, 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 no. You're, you're all the way down there, mate. You, you what? Off you pop. No, it's a family. Yes. Yeah, yes, there is. And there's ends to this table. <laughs> and you're not at this end of the table, are He's you? He's on the kid's table. You're at the kid's table eating the chewy turkey reconstituted dog meat. The okay. Campbell's ravioli. Um, it, now, it, it, also, what you have to remember about Danny is that because he's been Red Bull's test driver, he's been driving the Red Bull. Like last week at Silverstone, he impressed everybody by driving the Red Bull. Not not the Alpha Tauri, in the, which is part of the Red Bull family, 
lest mm-hmm. we forget. Oh, yeah. He's been driving a Red Bull. And then he had to get in the Alpha Tauri and go, oh, it's actually not as good <laughs> being back in the Red Bull family <laughs> as I'd previously imagined it would be. Like, it's <sighs> it's just, it's so funny how Red Bull have like bookended the race with the shittest car and the best car. Yeah, that's really funny. And like... Right, Yuki is there. 15th, quali 17th, whatever. This is what I do. Danny started, qualified 13th. And then he had a little fuck about as well. Who crashed into him? Uh, who crashed into Danny? Was that also Zhou Guan Yu? Probably. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and then was all the way down the back of the grid. Then seemed like, this is how my memory, I'm not sure how well, uh, how formidable my recall is, but, he stopped. He seemed to pit about nine times and then he was suddenly 13th again. Mm-hmm. So he was behind Sargent by about 20 seconds. Yeah. And then within three laps, seems to have made it all up and was, I mean, so I think despite the fact that he qualified 13th and finished 13th, which seems to be quite like a shrug of a race for Danny, albeit that is for the Alpha Tauri quite impressive. The story of the race seems to be more exciting than the actual results let on do you think alpha tauri are going to be judging yuki based on danny coming in and beating him yes absolutely oh, that's depressing isn't it yeah well is it i mean it's just it's life isn't it, it just works like that alpha tauri um are renaming the brand at the end of the year because weirdly a high-end clothing brand mm-hmm. that made very poor quality clothes sold at a remarkable markup mm. hasn't worked for them mm. Are they hey, gonna you re- know that sticky drink that you drink when you're doing a nine-hour drive? How would you like to wear that on your body? What are they going to re- Benet- well, that's what Benetton, I thought- are they going to call it Yeah, now? what should they call themselves? I thought it might be quite fun to try and come up with Alpha Tauri's name. The Gap? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good. Pier One. Um, I, I think that, I mean, they should really be called The Gap when you consider the distance between them and, <laughs> and how far ahead Red, Red Bull are. Yeah. Um, I think that, so they're, they're not going to be a clothing brand anymore. I think Toro Rosso was a really good piss take name. That was funny, wasn't it? Cause it was called Red Bull and then there was Bull Red mm. in Italian, mm. right? What other languages could they go for? Yeah. Um, Rouge Vache. There we go. Well Vache done. Rouge. Vache Rouge. Yeah. And then VR sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. I like this. Um, I... Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, we obviously we had Michael Italiano on the show last week. So I am, he was a great guest. Well, I mean, we don't have any basis for comparison, but I thought it was great fun and I liked him a great deal. He was the best guest we've ever had. <laughs> he was the best guest. By we've a ever long had. way. Apart, apart from Lawrence Stroll. Um, yeah, I, I'm a little bit gutted that Yuki didn't beat Daniel. Not that, not that we're biased on the show, but it just, it's, I just, it's, I just would have preferred it. I'm not sure. I I really like Yuki and I really like Danny and I want them both to do well and have good cars. Same. And I also think they're both good enough drivers to be like, this is the thing. Lewis in the midweek uh, said, do you think that he was asked about Nick DeVries leaving mm-hmm. and he went, well, that's just Red Bull for you. They're a bunch, they're a big bag of dicks. <laughs> I mean, he, you know, in, in his diplomatically like media trained way, that's essentially, that was the internal message of his mm-hmm. statement. And I think, like, imagine being Logan Sargent right now, like, looking around and going, 
Okay, just stay very still, be very quiet, and like, nobody will notice how shit you are. Just hang out here at the back, and nobody's... And Nick did recently, I was driving that piece of shit car last year, and I did fine. And now this fucking, like, make America great again guy is driving the car about the back of the pack and still having a great time being an F1 driver. And I've got to go and have a mental health retreat because I've just been red bulled all over the place. <laughs> we should we should try and get that in the popular vernacular of, of 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 modern language. There should be a Red Bull survivors group. No, just when when something bad happens to you that you wasn't your fault and you've been manipulated, you should go. Oh my god, I got fucking Red Bulled. It should stop meaning a soft drink. It should stop meaning and and it should start meaning. Oh fuck for fuck's sake! Oh, been Red Bulled. That guy at work who came in and said he wanted to see my report before the presentation, but then he did my report as his presentation, but he was on before me, so there's nothing I could do. Oh, I've been Red Bulled. Oh my God, the venue's let me down. They said the date was available. It's not available and they've taken it out of the diary. I've been Red Bulled. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, um, ninth place, Alfa Romeo, Alfa Romeo, Alfa Romeo. I'm quite close to adding Bottas to the Haas team. I'm just going to give him... I'm I'm now spiritually thinking about Valtteri Bottas as a Haas driver because I I'm now done. I think I'm getting quite close to done. What I will say, Joe gave me value in the race yeah. because his he, the start it was hilarious. He put on a good because he just didn't start. It, it, like it was a dun 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 and lights out and Joe went. Lights what? <laughs> oh, ouch, fuck! <laughs> he just stayed still for so long. <laughs> it's like, have you ever played the game on the reel where you, it's really fun. Like, you oh, get, the timing. The, yeah, the, the light. Max, Max Verstappen's reaction yeah. time. And you see if you can beat Max Verstappen and you pause the reel as close and you see what number it is. Like, it's a good five seconds that Joe's just going... Oh, fuck, we're going. It's, it was so embarrassing. What do you think he was thinking about? Like, 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 I mean, maybe his, his like fish and chips order. Yeah. Haddock or cod. Yeah, if I raced for Alfa Romeo, I'd be thinking ahead to, like Latifi last year. Like Haddock's more sustainable, but like cod's the OG. So. Hake. Oh, fuck, we're going. I like a bit of hake. Do you know what? I think hake's an underrated fish. Hake is an underrated fish. I just think if you put a little bit of vinegar, like what I like about hake is that when it's battered, the vinegar, oh, fuck, we're going. Mm. Yeah. Baked hake is good. Tell you what, Matchbox 20 got a bad rap. I think they got some good, oh my God. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bottas. Time 
12th place, Joe Granny, 16th. I just want to say, I feel like we don't have a midfield this year. We just have everyone floundering in wet shit while Red Bulls are sort of doing this like Rishi Sunak thing where they're just going off becoming incredibly wealthy <laughs> and just dumping on everyone underneath them. The weird thing about Alfa Romeo is that they had such great qualities. It's like real nosebleed territory. Mm-hmm. And this happens, it seems to happen every week, which is why I was very, very sceptical of McLaren at Silverstone is because like, oh yeah, um, it, it, it's a typical thing we always say, and it's usually Carlos who 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 uh, qualifies second. Mm-hmm. And then me and you both go, okay, so let, let's put a tenor on DNF, shall we? Yeah. And that is what I thought was going to happen to McLaren this weekend, uh, sorry, last weekend. And Alfa Romeo was who it happened to this week. And it was kind of predictable. And yeah, it's, I mean, it is usually Carlos this week. I would say Carlos goes to Nick DeVries um, for actual Carlos. Um, <laughs> sorry. Was, um, I like that joke. Yeah, um, I like, I like eighth place. What you going to do with all that? Pass. All that Pass. at the back of the grid. <laughs> Magnuson 17th, Hulkenberg 14th. Congratulations, K-Mag. Uh, they for- qualified 10th Hulk and 19th Magnuson and then finished 14th and 17th. They kind of met in the middle. Mm. They, they, the, 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 the gravitational pull of their shitness sort of <laughs> <laughs> meant that they heaved. The, 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 it's the great thing about, because you can, like, qualifying is, uh, you know, uh, not a good... A barometer to judge the quality of drivers or cars. Obviously, it's like it's it's much shorter. It's only once around the track, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The, the the race really is the great equalizer. Everything finds its right place, mm. and they did just drift back towards each other, like the same as Alfa Romeo drifting to the back. Of the same pack. with Max and Lewis. Mm. You go, mm. oh my god, finally, I oh know, and just just restore the timeline restores. Yeah, I yeah. texted you very excitedly when uh, Lewis won qualies. Yeah, and what did I text you during the race? Um, I hate F1. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, Hulkenberg, um, dyed his hair. What color? Blonde. He's already blonde. Yeah. He's gone super Ken blonde, which I, th- I don't know if it's a Barbie promotional thing. Yeah. And I think that's what more and more, I mean, it seems to be that the world is, I mean, you, me and you before the podcast started, were talking about a comedian called Matt Rife, who is so beautiful that the algorithm, it doesn't really matter what he's saying because you'll just watch it. He's, he's so, so gorgeous. gorgeous. He's so gorgeous. And those arms. Oh. Imagine having arms like that. Do you think Hulkenberg is Michael a- Italiano had arms like that. That's Michael why Italiano- we were so keen to get him on the podcast. Clip him up and those arms are just going to go viral by themselves, yeah. no matter what we're saying. But I think that the drivers now are aware, because obviously we know that a big benefit of Red Bull having Checo is his support base in Mexico that has a population of 100 and blah, 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 million Big, big, big support base, big money for Red Bull if he's one of the drivers. There's also a big thing. Like if you're from a country like Albon with Thailand, loads of people there, not overly represented in the sport of Formula One. So you get that driver. So more and more drivers are basically, if they increase the value of their personal brand, the more value that they give to the team that they're a part of. So, you know, there's a Barbie movie coming out. If you dye your hair blonde, I go, look what Magnuson's done. Or, no, who dyed their hair? Uh, Hulkenberg. Hulkenberg dyes their hair. Then you go, oh, look what he's done. Oh, I like him. Yeah. You better not get him off the team. Increase, yeah, it's, it's increasing the stock value mm-hmm. of the... Uh, everything in the world is becoming more like that. And I hate it. 
Yeah, but the ben- one of the benefits of Hulkenberg dyeing his hair blonde is that it seems to have it seems to have broken Nico Rosberg. <laughs> like the fembots in Austin Powers when he when he when Austin Powers dances in front of them. I don't want anybody else, and they just start yeah. exploding. That's what Nico did. <laughs> In front of children, <laughs> seventh place, Williams, Albon, 11th, Sergeant, 18th. I mean, a bit of a... We're really seeing the, the quality disparity of the drivers there. These drivers continue to be emblems of the talent disparity between them. Sergeant must be paying so much money to the team for this seat. Daddy Sergeant. Daddy, Daddy. Sergeant and Uncle Sergeant. Yeah, because at least with Latifi... What, what ranks above a Sergeant? Uh, corp, uh, Lieutenant? Captain. Captain. Yeah. So like Logan Sargent says, this is my father, Captain. Logan Captain. <laughs> and his brother, Logan Lieutenant. No, his dad was a sergeant. <laughs> right. So his dad sergeant, is Sergeant Sargent. Sergeant Sargent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Which is cool. Sounds like something from Fireman Sam, doesn't it? <laughs> um, I... Most underrated theme tune in children's TV. I maybe agree with you. I'd maybe say Chippendale Rescue Rangers is a better theme tune, but okay. this is a Formula One podcast and can you stop getting sidetracked by irrelevant pop music? Um, okay, fine. <laughs> I want to just take a second here because Nicholas Latifi has announced that he is not only retiring from competitive racing, but he is going to the... London Business School in Regent's Park. If you want to do a little bit of celeb spotting, if we can call him that. To retrain in... Business... I am saddened by this, but I also think it's really mentally healthy. How mentally healthy is that to go, um, oh, I'm just, uh, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to be a businessman. I know. I really hope it goes well for him. I really, really hope that he isn't a bloke who just has, you know, a couple of mil uh, trundling around in his bank account. And he goes, I can just learn business and not really concentrate because I'm going to have a bigger investment capital than anybody else in my class. Mm. So I can just go, yeah, and uh, uh, I'm going to invest in uh, J-cloths. Yeah. And it's going to be like a new kind of J-cloth that's also a birthday card. Okay. And, <laughs> and, and then they go, yeah, well, that's a bad idea, but you do have two million to put into it. And then it just ends up in shock. I think that's actually quite a good idea. If every birthday card, when you wet it, turns into a J-cloth. Because yeah, how many because birthday you throw, cards... You throw them away you throw so them much. Away. I've opened birthday cards and gone, ah, uh, and put them in the bin. Like most birthday cards I open, I give it a shake, see if there's any money in it. Dirty air branded birthday card J-cloths. That is a brilliant idea. Get ready, awesome merch. Wow. Um, I think that Latifi uh, going into business is funny to me because when you consider how much he did for Red Bull's business in 2021, yeah. he's technically a more successful businessman already than most people. He gave them billions in investment, in sponsorship. All he did was just put it in the wall. <laughs> and then between the sort of Ponzi's pyramid scheme that started yeah. at the at the top with Latifi. He's added billions to the value of Red Bull's business. Yeah, he started at the top of the cash triangle. Then it went down to Massey and Horner, which mm. then went down to Hamilton, Verstappen, <laughs> and all the other unlapped drivers. He's a brilliant businessman. Yeah. I would be so intimidated in my first day of business school if I was sat next to Nicholas Latifi. I would lean into him and go, I am really sorry, do you have a biro pen? By the way, did you crash into that wall on purpose? Mm. It would be so hard to concentrate. Also, if I had to, if you said to me, hey, 
close your eyes and picture a mature student. I would picture Latifi. He looks like the archetype. Oh, I love him so much. He like he is the 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 aesthetic apogee of the mature yeah. student. He that he's what he is. On Sergeant, I did want to say, pardon me. On Sergeant, how funny is it? Like it's the it's a really funny. It, and we're about to get onto Alpine, who themselves gave good guns in the funny DNF department. But Logan's, I think, was my favourite DNF because it it didn't really feel like it was necessary. But he span his car on the last lap, went back into the pits and they went, no, 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 no. We're not, like, why? Why bother? Like, it was almost as if they went, yeah, you could finish 18th, but I don't think you deserve to. Mm. Like, I, I think DNF is a more appropriate race finish title for you this week. I rented a car in France two years ago and six miles away from the car rental place, the car broke down. Mm-hmm. And I was so angry. I just left the keys in it, took my luggage and just left the car. And I feel like that's what they should have told him to do. Oh my God. Oh, I've done it. I'm going to try and get it back to the pits. Just fucking leave it. <laughs> do you know what? Leave the car. You get out of it. You just go somewhere that isn't our garage. Cause we don't even want to look at you right now. Oh my God. The car seems to be weighed down quite a lot. Yeah, Logan. It's cause you've got your guns in there. Um, sixth place, Alpin. <laughs> My friend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, comedy value, two DNFs. Yep. Um, they two. qualified badly. They finished the race much worse. <laughs> They've really, I mean, there's an interesting flips seem to have happened in the latter half of the first half of the season. Mm. Um, in that Alpine have really slinked away. Any promise that um, uh, um, Yuki was showing at the start of the season seems to have gone. But also, and we'll get to Aston Martin, they've just vanished. from. Mm. And again, this is, we'll get to it, but um, Alpine, just no, just absolutely nothing. I have nothing to say. When Horner came out and said, oh yeah, maybe we should all have the same power unit after the race. And Otmar was going, oh, Thank you, Mr. Horner. Thank you, Mr. Horner. Oh, yes, my lord. He's throwing him coins, throwing him breadcrumbs. Oh, yes, my lord. I will save you these and make croutons for the family with my oh, stew. thank you so much, Mr. Yes. Horner. We are we pro- prostrate ourselves at your, your, your generosity. Horner's like Oprah Winfrey. You get a power <laughs> unit. And you get a power unit. McLaren in fifth. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And they... What I find encouraging about McLaren mm. and the the hope that they give to us with regards to the rest of the season and indeed the future of Formula One as something that I continue being able to watch without self-harming <laughs> um, is, uh, is, is the jump in pace that yeah. they've made from where they were to where they are. So like... Mercedes, they, they talk about Mercedes like, yeah, even if we get better, we're still not going to be able to rival Red Bull. They're just too far ahead. Mm-hmm. But if Mercedes or Aston Martin, maybe Ferrari, made the equivalent jump up in pace that McLaren have, then that would see them like ahead of or at least wheel to wheel with Red Bull. M- McLaren was so... McLaren were fucking... They were Alfa Romeo. They were Alpine. They were Haas. They were nothing. 
They, they had one of the worst cars. They were they were depressed. They, everybody at McLaren was sad at the beginning of the season. Yeah. And now they've legitimately got a claim to be the second fastest team over the last two race weeks. And I don't think you can... It, it doesn't look like that's going to go anywhere. But obviously everything everything from two down is pretty unpredictable. Yeah, but that the, I actually find that annoying because all that the McLarens, the Aston Martins, and the Mercedes and the Ferraris are doing is they're sort of chipping away at points amongst each other while Red Bull kind of run off with everything. Yeah. And it doesn't make the season, it makes it marginally more interesting, but it doesn't fix the fact that I know who's going to win the, every week. The season is a write-off. And I think actually it was still... I think the sport might be a write-off. Well, let's not keep listening. Um, I think what is... Here's what I think has happened, is that it was still in McLaren's interest to improve the car because the benefit that they will see from like being eighth or seventh in the constructors, which is where they would have been to being, you know, where they could get to possibly third, that's pretty fucking huge. Mm, yeah. Whereas for Mercedes, for Aston Martin and Ferrari... They're pretty much like, right now, why develop the car in the second half of the season when we yeah. could be developing for next year? So I think as well as Red Bull signing out of like development and just concentrating on next year, Mercedes, Aston Martin and Ferrari will all be aware that their best bet of competing with Red Bull is not this season. Why bother spending effort, spending money on this year's car to finish obviously second? Yeah. And like even if Max Verstappen could, like he could die tomorrow and win the Formula One World Championship this year. But that makes me think that that's why McLaren are doing so well now is because Aston, Mercedes and Ferrari put everything into next year. That's my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Um, but I did find it funny when Matt, when Norris was complaining during the race because uh, the back markers weren't getting out of the way. And he said, there's so many blue flags, they could see them. They're not even racing for anything. I was like, neither are you. <laughs> no, nobody's racing no one's racing you're in fifth place in the constructors championship you're racing for second with from a driver who's 10 hours ahead of you he's in a different time zone do you know that if you took the gap that max verstappen won by yeah in every race this mm -hmm. season and added it up mm -hmm. you could watch an entire series of friends that's amazing. that's not true but that's I, not, it's nice. I reckon it's you could watch not i think true, you could watch one episode by the end of the season, for sure. I think you could, you could definitely watch a whole scene. You could watch from one sting to another. If it's 30, you could watch from one one. You could you could with the gap, a cumulative gap between Max Verstappen and the other cars. You could hear twice. I think if you took every thirty second gap that Max wins by this season, right? Mm -hmm. So that's thirty times twenty four. Okay, which is what twelve. And what's that in minutes? What, only 30 times 24? 12 yeah. minutes, yeah. Yeah, 12, 12 minutes. 12 minutes, so it's half an episode of Friends. You yeah. can watch Ross and Ray Rachel break up when Ross sleep with the girl from the Xerox place in in that in those gaps. Anyway, yeah. um, two things. Lando's goatee, I just, what's... Your, your campaign to shame him out of it doesn't seem to be working, does no, it? No, and, and it's one of your most persistent online campaigns. He looks like he's the bass player in Stained. <laughs> <laughs> or Mudvayne. Been a while... Lando, are you a fan of the band Puddle of Mud? <laughs> um, McLaren also, um, he broke the, uh, the Hungarian, it's so Hungarian that their trophies look like urns. <laughs> 
It's so beautifully Hungarian that the, that the constructor gets a plate, which is mm. like, okay, well, it's a big plate. Big plates are useless. You can do nothing with a big plate. Hang it on a wall. Give him a goulash bowl. Do you know what I mean? Give him something culture. Give him a Rubik's cube. Goulash bowl. You know, Hungary was where the Rubik's cube was invented. No, I didn't know that, but it makes sense. And but the, the, and then Lando, he smashes his champagne bottle, breaks the trophy. 40,000 euros. 40,000 yeah. euros. But that's 4, 8, 12, 16. That's 160,000 euros just for those trophies. I mean, there's That's no one-tenth over one-tenth of what F1 donated to Italy after that storm. Also, a trophy each race is only really a fun thing if it's not the same person winning it every week. <laughs> like, there is... <laughs> Max is going to have to race longer into the sport to afford a home big enough for all of the trophies he's won previously in his career. It's not a sustainable, it's, it's just, it's, there's no point. Um, I do want to say Oscar Piastri is exciting and cool he and is. nice. And, uh, you know, in, in a year of, and we actually really haven't had any, we've had a few good rookies, Yuki was a good rookie. Mm-hmm. Joe was a good rookie. Nick like, DeVries. Um, Nick DeVries was was not a good rookie. Oh, okay. Uh, he's now he's now post rookie. Yeah, he? yeah, yeah. He's gone from rookie to now re- retiree. <laughs> in without anything in between, it's a very very good career on fast forward and rewind. Um, but yeah, Oscar, it's, it's, it's fun to see an exciting rookie who you get the sense. Oh wow. This guy is going to be like possibly the first one since Lando. Maybe. Uh, I am inclined to agree with you. They're like the most exciting rookie we've seen. And he was right to not go to Alpine. Wasn't he? Yeah. 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 Fuck. Good move. Well like, done. Fuck. We were taking the piss out of we that. Were, we, we were, we were, we were really giving you portions about that. Listen, we are not above apologizing and saying, you know what? We were wrong. Yeah. Let's get some cloths for all of the egg that is on our faces. Yes, and those cloths can turn into birthday cards. Yes. Fourth place. <laughs> I just want to skip over these. I look for fourth Ferrari. I Ferrari are my house. I don't want to hear anything about them. It's depressing. I mean, finishing seventh, eighth, qualifying sixth and 11th. That is just so, I, I don't know if they could have finished anywhere and qualified anywhere that like makes me give a shit less yeah. about Ferrari or anything. I, I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I don't Their really song of it. the season is Paramore's Caught in the Middle. I'm just a little bit caught in the middle. I don't know it, but I'm going to add it to my, I'm going to add it to my playlist of songs that you've sung on the podcast that I have no idea what you're talking about. I should make a playlist. You should make a playlist, yeah. But I'm going to call it Paraless more than Paramore yeah, because they yeah. are Aston Martin really funny again don't never jinx your races Alonso never jinx it we're yeah, going cool. to be on the podium for the rest of the season and then they haven't had a podium since yeah yeah, yeah. you That's can't jinx good. it um, Stroll finished 10th oh qualified 14th oh what's, what's in, in the middle <laughs> Natural balance has he, restored. He, he even he's found a way of communicating with us. You can change the the names of the teams. Yeah, you can put new drivers in. You can but change the regulations. Just stay the same. You can make the Aston Martin the fastest car on the grid. You can make it the slowest. But I guarantee you, <laughs> our Lance will find a way to give us the twelfth that we want. Um, I'm going to give a quote of the week to second place Mercedes team principal uh, Toto Wolff, and he went, "Well, you know, it's a." Like, it's a bunch of Formula 2 cars racing against the Formula 1 car. I was like, that's a 
Yeah. Very accurate. Yeah, that's how he it feels. He looked so... But why have Red Bull put Perez in an F2 car? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I don't understand. It's like they've given... Hang on. Um, are we on to Mercedes now? Yeah. Now, Lewis Hamilton, who qualified pole, mm-hmm. finished third. Mm-hmm. But like on qualifying pole, he was going... This is the best. It's such a great day. Feels I'm like really my first enjoying pole. myself. Feels like my first pole. Everything's really great. Rosy, happy, great. Like, what a fun time. What a great day out. Finishes third in the race. I hate the car. I didn't have fun. Everything is shit. Like, it's not that different. Fourth. No. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He finished fourth. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But it, yeah, still. Like, I don't know. Like, it, um, it, I think he was just... I, I get the feeling that obviously in the media rounds, he was going, listen, I'm not going to come first. Okay. Obviously <laughs> it's just such a fast red bull, you know, I could never do it. But in his brain, he was going, I'm going to be a hero and I'm going to hug my dad so much after this race. And it's going to be like so <laughs> wonderful. And it didn't happen like he wanted it to. And he fucked it like in the first moments, yeah. like the dream died. And then he just felt angry and resentful. If he had been over, if he had kept the lead for 20 laps, yeah. he would have finished the day and finished fourth. Yeah. He would have been really happy at the end of the day, I think. Yeah, but to lose it by turn one to two McLarens as well. Mm. And then the bit when he went, uh, hey, what's going on with their, uh, how come they're nine seconds ahead already? And the, and Bono just came on and went, oh, it's because your car's shit. <laughs> Lewis, you, listen, they're nine seconds ahead because your <laughs> car is fucking terrible. You don't need to, to come on the radio and tell us that. Yeah. Um, first place, um, Russell, eight. Also, sorry, just six. Stay on Mercedes. Russell qualified. Great drive. 18th, sixth. Nobody was talking. Everybody was going, hey, actually, we have to give credit to Sergio Perez because yeah. he did quite well in a car that is faster than yeah. Lord Jesus Christ, well, our British savior. people don't, the Brits don't go, let's support our driver. They go, fuck that guy. All the Mexicans would have voted for Sergio Perez. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, but I'm he not, has but a I huge think, fan base. Even in the, you, you don't expect, you'd expect the pundits to be giving a bit of kudos to nothing. the pride of Kings Lynn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But nothing. Mr. Sa- more like Mr. Sunday, actually. Mr. Sunday? Um, more like. Red Bull are investigate, being investigated for cost cap breaches, which, which Horner said, uh, we were actually millions under in 2022. And it's like, well, okay, you said that in 2021. And you weren't. And you weren't, even if you're a pound over. And then they didn't even get a punishment. And also, you were really, like, obstinate and shitty when you were being investigated, when you did break the cost cap. So now being shitty about being investigated and claiming you're million, Like, why would we believe you this time when you were clearly making shit up last time? Yeah. And they've also employed <laughs> Helmut Marco, who is at every race. Mm-hmm. Wearing what? Um, I think he's wearing Red mm. Bull clothing from head to toe. Toe, is it? Right. Okay. From his from his red toes up to his red bulls, up to his red nose, his eyes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, he every week is there, but is not a Red Bull employee. He's a consultant, which okay. means he doesn't add into their cost cap payments. So the hundred and twenty six million or whatever it is they pay their staff they don't have to put Helmet in there. And I believe Adrian Newey is also a consultant as well for Red Bull. Fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> that is, just fuck off. That's so stupid. Yeah. That is so 
anger inducing. And I, I don't know if you know this about me, listener. I'm a very placid fellow. I don't get angry easily, but Adrian Newey. Oh, like you can't, the reason why you are the most dominant team ever. Like it's what, the reason is Max Verstappen, Adrian Newey, and like, what is Horner a consultant yeah, as well? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Max exactly. is a consultant. Like, let's all just be consultants. That's uh, Jimmy Page, John Paul Jones. That's um, <laughs> Robert Plant. Never mind. Don't, don't worry about that guy on the drums. Who's the guy on the drums? He's a consultant for Led Zeppelin. He's not really contributing anything to the sound of the band. That's Billy Joe Armstrong and Mike Dern. Who's that drumming? Ignore him. <laughs> Ignore that guy. He's really not part of the group. Don't who, worry. Who wrote something? And while my guitar gently weeps. Oh, that was George. He was a consultant. <laughs> that was a consultant songwriter. He doesn't fact it into the Beatles cost cap. <sighs> I just think, I, I really hope that they get penalised to the point where they have to include... Helmut Marco and Adrian Newey in their in their um, finances for the year because mm-hmm. it will screw them over, and then Horner will go, "Oh my god, we've been Red Bulled." Mm. Full circle. Full circle. On that note, Dirty Air merch available now. Yeah, we have t-shirts. T-shirts. We have tote bags. I love a tote bag. Josh always takes the piss out of me for wearing a tote bag, as I am a thirty-five-year-old, fa- thirty-six, thirty-six-year-old father of four. Um, but I like a tote bag. I love a tote bag. I collect tote bags from different places I go. Some people get magnets. I get tote bags. I love a tote bag. You should buy a tote bag. We've received reports already that multiple people we've in the paddock uh, are already using the tote bags. Josh Verstappen is keeping his weapons in there. Oh, yeah. Bernie Eccleston is keeping his guns it's in a, there. It, t- the tote bag is a great place to store the head of your enemy. Yes, it is, Yoss. And Danny Rick has, you know, in um, uh, The Shining, when it says all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy over and over and over. Mm-hmm. He's got Red Bull family on a script over and over and over <laughs> ad, ad infinitum in our tote bag. So thank you very much. <laughs> um, Yuki Sonoda has an unsigned contract for next year in his tote bag. Yeah. Yeah. Nick DeVries is, um, what's he got in his dirty air tote bag? His hopes and dreams. <laughs> yeah. Which are a plenty. And obviously our hero, Nicholas Latifi, has all of his business books. Yes. Um, and he's, he's already um, been given uh, the gift of a business, business shirt and a gilet by uh, Lawrence the two most powerful <laughs> ingredients in any aspiring business person's kit is business shirt and a gilet. Business shirt and a gilet. Oh, you look smart. Oh, you look warm. Business shirt and a gilet. I'm a serious man, but I'm a working man. I've got a business shirt and a gilet. Business shirt on the bottom, gilet on the top. Gonna sign contracts afterwards. We're gonna smack some bocky bot. Sorry, okay. Yeah, buy our merch. It's available on our Instagram, Twitter. The link is in the bio. Shopify, Shopify, Shopify. And it only took Josh seven. 17 hours to work out how to uh, do it. So credit to Joshua yes. for doing that hard, the hard yards. I did nothing. Shipping globally. Globally? Globally! You, If you're in Beirut right now, get some dirty air merch. I am obviously going to put some Britney Spears song here at the end. I just want you all to know. And I just want to feel like, because we've set it up so much throughout the show. Oh, I was going to um, put a Britney joke at the end. Yeah. Uh, that girl, she's so happy. Dung, dung, dung. She's a star. It's a great little oh, run. Oh, that's about Nico, buddy. Cries, cries, cries. cries in his lonely heart thinking, if there's nothing missing in my life, then why do these tears 
I'm Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. And this is Dirty Air. Thanks, Brittany. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.